You're listening to The Hidden Workforce with your hosts, Lisa Toth, and her special guests, Virginia and Chuck Baldrige. Virginia shared some very valuable advice she was given when her son Chuck was born with Down syndrome. Take him home and love him. And so when we got home from the hospital, I went to the Tulsa Library to look up mongoloid, which is what he was called. And um, the only thing I could find was that there was one extra chromosome and nothing else. And so I just came home and I thought, all right, we're just going to raise him like we did our other two. And uh, his grandmother would massage his little legs just because she wanted to do that. And not knowing how important that was, it really did help to strengthen him. But he really, he was two and a half years old by the time he actually was walking. And uh, about four when he started saying his words. And um, the doctors actually had told us he may never walk or talk. So we proved him wrong with that. It just seems like everything we've done, there was no one before us. We kind of paved the way, so to speak. And now, thankfully, uh, there's a whole lot that's being offered to the children, to parents uh, who have children with Down syndrome. Sunnyside School when he was three years old? Yes. Um, and the way we knew about that, our, uh, his aunt, my husband's sister, worked over at the Children's Medical Center. And she called me one day and she said, I think that there are kids as young as Chuck who are attending the uh, the Sunnyside School that was connected with the Children's Medical Center. So we took him over and enrolled him. He went um, one year or two years there, and um, it was a fun time for him. He really started learning at that time. By the time he was five, uh, there was a kindergarten class that opened up in the public schools in Tulsa, and uh, so we enrolled him in that and got a transfer from Sand Springs because Sand Springs had nothing to offer in the way of schooling. And he ended up going uh, to three different schools in Tulsa up through the sixth grade and um, had and wonderful they were not teachers. Integrated. They were all. They were trainable classes, they were self contained classes. Meaning? Well, it, they're kind of um, categorized in educable and trainable. And so they start out, of course, with trainable. And that's what he had uh, during those first six years, was learning some, um, just some basics, you know, how to play with other kids and and potty train. They actually potty train him at Sunnyside School. And, um, you know, they would sing songs together and just have fun together. He had wonderful teachers that he loved all the way through school. And that was a real, real blessing for us because they took a special interest in Chuck, and he loved them for it. Great. Then Sand Springs home. Yes. um, Sand Springs, Charles Page, uh, the founder, has still a children's home. Uh, At that time, there were about 65 kids when my husband was hired as a superintendent. And even though we were in our 30s, I was considered as the uh, head matron and the purchasing agent. And so we, uh, it was a great time while we were there, but we would eat our evening meals in the, in the big dining room where all the kids and all the staff 
the matrons and, and all came to eat together. And so, you know, Chuck was sitting in the high chair at the time uh, until, he, until he grew. Uh, but the kids had a great time with him. They carried him around. Uh, th- once he started walking, he would start running off, and they would get on their bikes and chase him all over the grounds <laughs> and try to get him back where he belonged. And so he, you know, that was a good time for him because he had a lot of support, not only with mom and dad, but with uh, and sister and brother. But uh, the extended family, he has great aunts and uncles and cousins and. But the 65 kids, you know, that just kept him pretty busy. So That's incredible. Mm-hmm. What an excellent experience not a lot of people have. Right. Um, so then he went to Kissam College. Yes. And the reason for that was he would have been going into uh, the junior high phase in the Tulsa schools. And everything that was offered was in Tulsa. And we'd run back and forth. And so... At that time, his brother and sister had both gone off to college, and uh, he really was bored. He was kind of running around the neighborhood, you know, and we'd chase after him there. And so um, I kept calling, saying, Springs, don't you have anything, anything for Chuck now? And that's when they told me that actually they supported the school system in uh, the Sand Springs schools, Hissom teachers and school system was part of the Sand Springs public schools. And they had excellent teachers there. So I said, well, can I just take him during the daytime to school and bring him home? We lived about two miles from Hissom. No, because they have a total program teaching him all the daily living skills and and independence and all this. So we went out and looked at it. And uh, he saw the swimming pool and saw the grounds and everything. And he said, uh, I want to go home and get my bike go back to college to hiss him because his brother and sister were off to college so he wanted to go too so we did make that tough decision he went at 12 years old to college yes yes and proud he was the cool man on campus i have to say (laughs) (laughs) that's when i quit crying is when i heard what a cool guy he was and so um we were able to bring him home on weekends and uh holidays and summer and vacations and all so in the long run we felt like he had the best of two worlds he had his home and family and support and yet he had good training uh, while he was there and you were very close by we were close and everything was fine for Chuck while he lived at Hissom yes and I was of course a part of the um, uh, the parents association and uh, was even their editor for the newsletter while I was there. Mm-hmm. And so I was familiar, you know, with most everything that was going on. And uh, Chuck being, I guess, more capable than so many of the others, um, he got along fine. I see. He got along fine. And he did love his school. After he actually graduated from his um, school, they used him as a teacher's aide there. Wonderful. They didn't want to give him up. <laughs> I know several people who um, moved out of Hism but really loved it and considered it their home. Having known all of the negative things that happened at Hism, I'm super excited to hear that Chuck enjoyed it so well, he even went back to work there after he graduated. Chuck, that's a super success story. Listeners, hang on, because we'll be right back after the break with our second part of this wonderful interview with Chuck and Virginia Baldridge. Mm-hmm. 